It's time for yet another episode of the VoiceOver Gurus Podcast. Real talk about the voiceover industry with your hosts, Linda Bruno and JJ Wilson. Okay. Welcome back to the VoiceOver Gurus Podcast. I'm Linda Bruno with a very upset JJ Wilson um, because we just recorded our podcast and JJ didn't realize that the Pro Tools had shut off 11 minutes in. So now we are going to try to repeat everything we just did for the last half hour. But what are we going to do, JJ? We're going to check Pro Tools periodically and we're going to make sure it's still running. <laughs> so and we, had, a, we had some good. We had some great chat about our topic. Well, that was just the best podcast we ever did. Yeah. We should talk about the podcast we just let's, did. Let's do that. We were discussing okay. the evolution of a voiceover career. And it's something that I don't think people want to talk about it because they don't want to look weak or they don't want to look like they're unsuccessful or and not old. making money or old. <laughs> <laughs> but there are some realities in all careers, and, but especially with uh, voice <laughs> actors and actors too, that, you know, you have those stages that you go through. Relax, JJ, relax. Keep recording and we will continue the voice of uh, the podcast. Keep recording with JJ. So I wanted to go through this because hey, you I you know what? This was... is funny because I'm going to be teaching in the master class how to run Pro Tools. <laughs> 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 Don't bother to tune in for that one. No, it was just, I think that my phone hit the space bar. Oh. I moved my phone out of the way. And I think it just tapped it just enough to stop it. And I didn't notice. But okay. boy, if you could have been there for that podcast, I mean, it was just, it was Well, amazing. they're going to be there now for this one. This is okay. current. We're this recording is the one that airs now. a week ago. Okay. Yes. Let me make sure everything's, yes. Okay. Anyway, we're discussing <laughs> the evolution <laughs> of a voiceover career. Yes. It, it struck me because I was just going through my books the other day and I started to look at my numbers. You know, you look at how much you make each year. And I was like, Wow. I was for about 10 years there. I was making some serious money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. Yeah, able yeah, yeah, to yeah, do yeah. a lot of fantastic things with it. Yeah. Now, I'm not, you know, crying poverty now at all because I still make good money. But back then, for like 10 solid years, I had a really good run. And it was just like I was the voice. And I was getting booked for this and that and promos and, and live announce and narrations and TV documentaries and you name it. I was I was doing it. It was freaking fantastic, yep. you know, and I was accomplishing all the things that I wanted to accomplish and I set out to accomplish. But then, you know, you peak and then things change. And right. then suddenly your voice might not be in favor anymore. And now there's another voice that's more in favor. And so you have to prepare that. All right. You know, I think sometimes what happens is we think we're making this money. We're always going to be making this money. No. And you kind of get spoiled. Yes. And you don't market while you're doing that. Right. <laughs> That's what I didn't do. I just, wow, this is great. Wow. <laughs> do I need you're to like, send a demo to anybody? No, I've got nine sessions a day. No. <laughs> right. Well, it's, time for that it's tough because you are busy working right. and for you to do the marketing as well. But Yes, yes. But starting out, though, because you and I both have um, different lengths of career. And when we started, you started a lot earlier than me. And you are older than me. So you started oh, very young. So it's going to be that kind of podcast. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> you started very young. What, AJ. Linda? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I was, uh, uh, I was like 25. And that's when? And I had already done, um, you know, I was the, the production <laughs> manager for three radio stations before that, so... I wrote, produced, directed, and voiced, and and everything to well over 3,000 spots in three years before that. And then before that, I was the production guy at a radio station in the Keys, in Marathon. So these are so like your really, building years. Those were my, yeah, that was my college for voiceovers. That's and what, what better yeah. way to learn than do 3,000 spots Yeah, and have Connie Zimmett calling you every day going, I just heard a spot on NWS and I don't like it. Pull the cart, go back in, change it, put it back, please. And it was it was wonderful to have her there. Yeah. Because, you know, and we, that, that leads us to our another part of the discussion, the stages that you talked right. about. So the first stage, you know, that's the building part of your career, which a lot of you are in right now, if you're right. just starting out with voiceover. Um, and for you, it's a ton of auditioning. It's getting that studio to sound fantastic. Um, and, you know, this is... It's going to take time. It's going to take a couple of years. I know how we talk about that. But I would think that I looked back on my stuff and I realized it took me about three years of really hitting it hard with auditions to build yes. a solid enough uh, base of income where I could feel comfortable quitting my extra job. But right. so that three years, though, of taking tons of jobs, you know, working sometimes for crap money. Um, but then I got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm three years in at doing this and I'm not, I, I want to make more money. So what do I do? Oh, you know what? I'm going to have to turn down some of these smaller jobs and say, no, 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 no. I want to get, I want to actually book fewer jobs for more money. That was what I was saying. Right. Fewer jobs, but for more money. And that really helped me go to the next level of my career. And I guess it also had something to do with confidence in yourself where you're putting it out there and you're saying, nope. I'm 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 worth more than this, and then you wind up attracting a better client base right. with that, right. and then that was what really helped me get to the next level and move into the peak. And was that in New York? All the booking, that all this happened. Yes, it was okay, all in see, New York. Th that's different than the way it happened for me. Mm -hmm. I just sort of you know I was working at the radio stations doing the production, and one day a guy said, hey, "I really like the spot you did for for NWS, one of the stations." I'm going to, can I buy that from you and use it on TV? And I went, sure. And he said, I'll give you like 50, hundred bucks. And I said, okay, great. Mm -hmm. So I started doing more and more of that. And then I, I, I met Connie. Right. And she said, you know, I like, I like your stuff on the air. And, uh, she said, you really ought to, to pursue the voiceovers more than you do now. I know you're doing production. So what I did was I faked a demo with, uh, with Randy Bird at Lanali Studios and uh, just by word of mouth, within a year, I got to quit my job. Mm, my boss mm -hmm. actually called me and he said, you're never here anymore. You're, you're out doing sessions. And it was simply word of mouth. One producer would tell another studio yeah. owner. And before I knew it, I, I was driving 85,000 miles a year. Right. In Miami. Mm -hmm. just going, And I just sort of became the guy. Right. And what, unfortunately, what helped that was... And this is a good tip for everybody is, I don't care how much money you're making. Now, what was that? That was a glitch. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw it on your oh, end. Oh, okay. I saw it on your end. And we're both sitting down. <laughs> but anyway, no matter how much money you're making or how 
high you are, you know, you're, you're the best and everything, don't become a jerk. Oh, right. Don't do it because mm-hmm. you know it can go as quickly as it comes. Yep. And I got my biggest account I ever had after a bad session with somebody else. And the, the engineer actually said, you know, this guy's a... a mm-hmm. And they, What's he a said, mm-hmm? well, it's slang for asshole. Um, and, um, <laughs> but he told the producer, he said, I, I got somebody who appreciates the work and will always be here and will never say, you know, oh, I'm going to rewrite this. And, you know, cause they hate that. Right. And I got a call. He said, can you get down here in the next 25 minutes? And I said, sure. And I walked into a six-figure account for like five and a half years. Yeah. Because I wasn't one of those, you know, that, that does With that. an Just, attitude. and Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Uh, so, I thanked them every single time, and I did exactly as they wanted because that's what we're hired to do. Right. But, so the, your, yeah. your beginning years there, you know, you wound up building your client base a lot with referrals. I fell referrals. into it. I fell yeah. Into Referrals with people. And yeah. then for me in New York, it was a lot of auditioning. Right. And then trying to find my own clients, it was a little more difficult then. But then it became a referral thing for me too. Because yes. then you'd work for someone, you would impress them, and then they would say, so-and-so re- re- you requested that I reach out to you for a project. Um, but it's that slow build that hopefully gets to the point where you're like, okay, now I can quit this other job or whatever if you don't right. have... Uh, if you have a source of income, like you have a spouse or someone who can take care of you and help right. you, then fantastic. But if you don't, you're alone, like and we I'm, both I'm were. I'm proud to say times. that one of our students, in three months, seven days, 14 hours, and 26 minutes, is going to do just that. Yes, yes. And he has gone from not doing a whole lot to being able to quit his job in a year. Yeah, he's worked uh, his butt off. He really has. For it. Mm-hmm. And I'm, that's just this, it's awesome, the day you do that. Yeah. It's also... The scariest day of your life. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, it's true. But, but it's I've, empowering and freeing, you know, to do that. It is. I've never, I've been so lucky with this career. I've yep. never had to go get a job. Mm-hmm. And I, I looked at Janine yesterday and we were talking about, she's up for a new job right now. And um, I was saying, you know, maybe we ought to take a vacation for, you know, six or seven days, go see the grandchildren and things like that. And I said to myself, you know what? I've really been on vacation my whole life mm, because mm-hmm. I love what I do so much. He's and, checking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> His protocol um, still running. And it's, it's never been work. Right. And, you know, all the old expressions, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Well, it's really true. Mm-hmm. I walk out of here at 60 years old doing this 40 years. I do a good audition and I walk out of here feeling pretty darn good. You know, whether I get it or not, damn, that was a good read. I say to myself, Yes. And I'm cheering myself on. Now, to do that after this long is great. But as things do change, though, oh, as they we certainly change. So you can yes. be, you know, the flavor of the years or whatever, and then suddenly, you know, the trends change. Another voice is suddenly in favor, and you're not booking as many jobs. And right. so, you know, that's when your diversity comes in to try to find other ways to make money. But uh, mentally, that's tough to handle oh, golly. because you're so used to like constantly booking jobs and 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 being successful and being able to help your family and, yes. and renovate your house and all that. That suddenly you're like, oh God, is it over for me? Yeah. Um, and you question a lot of that, but you know, I'm here to tell you, JJ's here to tell you that it isn't. 
uh, like I said, it's not like we're crying poverty because we're both still making really good money. But I'm talking about making serious money. That's yeah. that's what I'm referring to. Yeah. Um, that this is just the transitions and the evolution of a voiceover career. Right. Now, do you have if you have regrets and you feel like you didn't do what you wanted to do? That's a different story. But I don't have any regret regrets. I have do you? none. Right. I have absolutely none. And and you said before we started the first podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that you just have to find, I, I think that my voiceover career has led me, because I was extremely versatile, I still am pretty versatile, mm -hmm. but now it's because of the, you know, the age of my voice, Yeah, I don't sound 30 anymore, I sound, you know, late 40s, and I get a lot of, do you have Blue Cross, Blue Shield, <laughs> right. you know, I'm into that now, and it's, it's aggravating it sometimes, but I've seemed to have, it's like a, a V, and there's my niche. I right. get called for stuff like that now. And some of the crazy stuff I still do, I still do the character voices and stuff. That that really doesn't change with age. Right. The the characters just get a little older, that's all. But I found my niches now, and so that's what I concentrate on. Then, like, when I'm putting things on uh, Voice123 and Voices.com, I put those things. I don't say, yes, I can do a 25-year-old read. No, right. I don't do that you know, anymore. It's become more of a specialty. You've yes. mastered the yes. specialty of your sound and what you do. Yes. And it it's it still works. Yeah. You're still booking jobs with it. It's yep. just not the same type of approach and aggressiveness in the auditioning as it was, right. you know, years and right. years ago. I, I'm not ashamed to say that the fact is I'm I'm really bored of auditioning. You know, it's just been doing it for so many years. I know it's the necessary if you want to stay in the business, but I just don't have that same drive and fire that I had. When I first moved up to New York and, and during all those years, I was, you know, contacting producers and networking and doing all the things that you have to do. Yeah. And now I'm good. You know, <laughs> it's like I feel like I, yeah. I got my dream client of Disney. Yeah. You know, I I'd got other dream clients, people I continue to work with over so many years. Yes. I'm fine. And, and this is why I personally love coaching people, because I would rather see you, you know, enjoy those first fantastic hits of hearing your voice on something or or getting a nice God, big client that. yeah i you know? love that i saw i heard aaron one of our students and i shouldn't use her real name we'll call her aaron. sharon we'll call her <laughs> darren but i heard her on i was searching youtube the other night just for you know stuff to watch and there was her voice and i went hmm, there you go yeah she's mm -hmm. working yeah <laughs> and it, it it really does make me feel good when, when they succeed. And I don't worry about, oh, why are you training people who can go up against you? Oh, I'm, I hate hearing that, I, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. No. And it's the same thing with the, with some of the big-time agents when you call them and they say, well, we already have somebody who sounds exactly like you. No, you don't. <laughs> I'm <laughs> it's sorry. It's a different person. No, yeah, you no. don't. You may think you do, but no, you don't. So I don't mind that at all. Uh, no. I, I, I fear not. Um, and anyway, if it does happen, then I just go either kill the talent or have the agent, uh, you know, knocked off. So, but I, I, I think it would be really cool if some, one of our students beat me out for a job. I think that would be really cool. <laughs> well, we're yeah. at, because yeah. we're at that point in our careers that, you know, it's there, there isn't that competition for us with, you That's know. That's a good point. Like 30 years ago. Yeah. Uh-uh. I don't say nothing right, exactly. to anybody about what I'm doing. You going to a session? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
you can have to follow me to find out, but I ain't saying <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <nothing. laughs> and now, but now, but again, ah! I'm not giving away my client list. Okay, I'm still, oh, you oh, know, sure, I'm not giving already. away my client sure. list. I'm not silly. I still have a competitive edge there. But um, I'm saying as far as the satisfaction goes of going through it, but it, it was painful initially to realize that, oh, gosh, I'm not booking as much as I was. And, oh, I'm not making as much as I made last year when I look at my numbers. Um, and that, that can be a, a tough pill to swallow. Um, yes, it can. Kind of like a, a torvastatin. Tough to swallow. Yes, it's a Tough very to large say, pill. Tough to say, too. But there's also the other aspects, too, when you get to this uh, end, not end of career, but stage of career, is when you... We've become masters. Yes, but also still dealing with the loss of a large client, like I'm dealing with now. So yes. Disney yes. Junior for Asia has basically shut down shop. They went off the air October 1st, um, and I was their network voice for 14 years. So that's 14 years that relationships like a marriage. It's 14 years of regular income. It's 14 years oh, I know of that? feeling the pride <laughs> of being a voice for Disney. It's 14 years of working with amazing yeah. producers. Um and it's 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 family that you're basically it's all over. And now it's just like LinkedIn connections and um it's taken me a bit to I was really depressed over the summer when I knew it was coming. But we were still doing sessions. Now that it's done, I haven't had my full breakdown yet, <laughs> but maybe I'll record it. Everybody can share it with me. But um, it's painful, <laughs> you know, and it's, people are like, oh, you it shouldn't is. be. You know what? You got you had Disney. Yeah, I did. And it was fantastic. And, and I do appreciate it. But by the same token, you got to feel the pain. Oh, my. got to feel the pain ever, of the loss. As, as I said in the last one that you'll never hear, <laughs> there are, I think, in this business, higher highs and lower lows than just about any other business yeah. I can think of. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you're riding just on top of the world. Um, the day I, I tried the New York circuit, as I've told you before, and uh, I had an audition. I, I was only there three days with the big agent. And I know, as a matter of fact, I didn't even have to wow. audition. I, I was just the new guy in his arsenal. He didn't have anybody that sounded like me. He said, you are perfect for what's going on right now. And he said, I need you to get over to NBC. And I went, I'm sorry, what did you say? <laughs> he said, go over to NBC, see so-and-so. And I went, all right. So I went there and I sat down and I did tomorrow on the Today Show. Da -da 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 -da. And I'm going, oh my God. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> you know, it was like, holy mm -hmm. mackerel. And I, I, I just, I left that building like, like I've never you're walking on cloud nine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the day I lost Ford, I was about the other extreme from <laughs> yeah. that feeling because, you know, you, you, we're, we're talking six-figure yeah, losses yeah. here. It's major. And then you go, hi, I'm calling for J.J. Wilson. Is this the mortgage company? <laughs> I know I've never missed a payment, but uh, there's a distinct possibility that it's I coming. may be a little late with the next one. But knock on wood, I've... I've always managed to make you, it. You just uh, jogged um, my memory. One of my, my promo agent had called me, and it was one of these last-minute things. She goes, hey, tomorrow, could you be in the city, uh, the David Letterman Studios, because you have a booking to do something for the show? And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, clear the whole schedule. And I took a picture of myself outside of the studios because it was such a, a proud moment to go in there and, and do yes. a session for the show. But yes, the highs are fantastic and the lows suck. Oh. They're just terrible. I remember <laughs> once I got a call from 
Some, it was a Latin agency and they were doing, I think it was mobile mm -hmm. gas. And they wanted to do a whole series of spots in English. And I said, oh, wow, that's fantastic. Mobile. Yeah. yeah that's a pretty good account. And she said, um, uh, tomorrow, uh, please be at Miami International Airport at 8.30. And I went, what? She said, well, we're going to fly you to Puerto oh Rico. Gosh. And then we're going to buy you lunch. You, uh, we'll pick, have the limo pick you up. We'll buy you lunch. Then we'll do the session. Then we'll bring you back to the airport and you fly home. And I went, wow. Okay. <laughs> and we did that lots of times. It was That's just nice. wonderful. It was like, yeah. God, who am I? Yeah. You know? And it's hard not to get a big head when you do that. But don't. <laughs> don't when you get those big ones. Yeah. Don't. So. Don't. Just be thankful. I'm serious. Just be thankful. Because otherwise you get, you get done. Yeah. I'm serious. True. I've watched it happen so many times that people get too big for their britches and they're just, you know, mm -hmm. bye-bye as they do on Saturday Night Live. Bye-bye. I, I feel bye -bye. like talking about the evolution of a voiceover career is good just so people have an understanding of, of the trajectory of how things can go. And it's not to say you're never going to work again. It's you, you'll, you'll, Hopefully you'll work for 30 years and you'll be lucky like, you know, we have. Right. Um, like Brian Lee's right. worked forever. And I'm not saying you're not going to yeah. work. I'm just saying that there's periods of time. And even my agent had said that. She goes, he said, he said, every actor goes through that, where they have their period, where they are just the flavor of the period. And then it dies out. Right. You know? And so you need to right. find other things to express your creativity, to use your voice, to be able to bring that income in. But Connie had the best right. quote, which was, right. it's four stages of a career. And it goes like, who is Linda Bruno? Get me Linda Bruno. Get me someone who sounds like Linda Bruno. And the last one is who is Linda Bruno. And so we all go through that. You're just going to go through it. And that's okay. Because if you manage to accomplish the things you want and you're able to, um, you know, make money that you can help others with, help your family with, pursue whatever dream it is that you have set out for yourself, then there's nothing wrong with going into a next transition of your life. You know? And right. And if you make a name for yourself over those 30 or 40 years, you'll always yes. get calls. You know, they'll go, you know, I, we want somebody a little older for this spot. And let's, let's call JJ. We, we know after 35, 40 years that. The bottom you know, line is we couldn't, we couldn't quit if we tried. Because someone oh would no. call. <laughs> oh, no, I would. No. I, it's funny. I was talking to Bob Lebeskus the other day, a great friend of mine, a wonderful man. Um, and he is 72 and I said, so, and he retired six years ago and he goes, I'm still <laughs> yeah. working. <laughs> he said, some guy called me the other day. He wanted me to do 500 phone numbers. <laughs> and I said, 500. And he said, yeah. He said, so, well, you're going to have to book a studio for me because I don't have one anymore. They went, that's fine. <laughs> he said, I made seven grand and then that was that. Still working. So, you know. Still why working. Not? Why not? So I think that we have the opportunity to go farther in our careers than a lot of people because, you know, his voice, you know, you can't tell really how no. old I am. I know I sound 45 and above, but, you know, Bob is wow. 72 and still going, call 1-800. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's The vocal cords are still working away. So, right. And we become the people, the kind of like the go-to people when they don't want to take a chance. Go through a, a casting. Hurry. They need something mm -hmm. important or go through a casting. That's exactly right. And I'm proud to be that yeah. person now. I, I really am. I don't mind that I'm not, I'm not 25 anymore. That's okay though. I, I, you know, I'm not, mm -hmm. it's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs>
because I'm surprised I survived being 25. <laughs> but uh, like we touched upon before, we are thrilled when we see, this is why we coach too, is to try to help others, you know, hopefully achieve those voiceover dreams that they have set out for themselves. And because we, it's, it, you're not competition for us. We don't look at it that way. Um, and I've never no. looked at it like, oh, no. I'm training people to take jobs. It's just that's BS as far as I'm concerned, because uh, everyone is right for something. And also the other yeah. argument, too, is, oh, you're taking away jobs. It's limited. There, There's no limit to jobs. I'm sorry. There's just way too many clients oh you could God, reach out no. to, way too many <laughs> things you could audition for. And there's enough for all of us if we think positively mm-hmm. about it and not get yes. nasty. And, you know, but again, I'm not giving out my uh, client list. No. <laughs> right, right. I know. Darn. But like last night, we, we had a we had a class, and a couple people canceled, and uh, we only yeah, had two people. We did it anyway, and we did it anyway, and it yeah. was awesome. We figured we'd only go forty five minutes to an hour, and it was pretty much the it solid was two yeah. hours. <laughs> and we it was it was this the two guys, and they were loving each other. They they said, "You want to go first? No, you go ahead." And yeah. so they would go back and forth with the same script. And it was just a blast. I, I walked out of here last night, you know, and that's after a full day mm-hmm. of working. I didn't work so much yesterday, but some, um, you know, eight o'clock at night. And uh, I go out with a, just a smile on my face saying, that was fun. They yeah. enjoyed it. And I think they learned some stuff. And that's where it is yeah, for me. I agree. I agree. You know, a little bit of teaching, a little bit of mm-hmm. fun, uh, help advance them in their career. And that that's it, you know we were we were talking about this before the the show. I was saying things like, well, is it really the same as like working in a in a corporate environment? But yes, it is because in a corporate environment, you get to be you work all those years and then you're vice president, and then you're teaching all the people right. under you what to do. It's the same. So we're kind like of vice thing. presidents. We are now the presidents. presidents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. that's true. Yes. Giving our it's cool. wealth it's of really knowledge, cool. hopefully knowledge that everybody exactly likes. Exactly right. Uh, oh, yes, yeah, Speaking of knowledge, you should join us for our master classes. We have a master class membership that you can pay a monthly fee for, and you get access to a new topic that we pre-record every month um, about business aspects of the voice or voiceover industry. You know, because we coach you during the live stuff, but. This is a chance for you to learn about the real deal of things. Like this month in October, we're it's it's not the most exciting topic, but we're we're going to be covering it's no, important, it's important. Of starting your business and bookkeeping and invoicing and all that. Uh rigmarole that everybody has to deal with. Do you know how I used to no. do mine? I mean, for the first 25 years. What? I I used to type mine out on a you say JJ Wilson's invoice. <laughs> And then I'd put voiceover for Ford, one TV, da, da, da. And then I'd put it in an envelope and send it out. And then I had a pile and then I'd make a copy of it. So I had a pile here of unpaid and a pile here of paid. And when I met my, my current wife, Janine, 15 years ago, she, she said, you got two piles of the same thing. Which one has been paid and which one hasn't? I went, I think it's that one. (laughs) She said, how the hell do you do your taxes? And I went, I just give everything to my accountant. Your accountant and must love you. He, he yeah, shoots uh, me. Yeah. Oh, God, no. So now it's all done on spreadsheets. Yeah. And, you know, you say you look back at your books and I'm going, 
<laughs> paper this high. What am I going to do? I don't know what I made 20 years ago. It's all on pieces of paper. But anyway, it is very important because you got to stay on top of these things. People forget to pay yeah. you or they... Uh, you know, they're they're just it's uh yeah. There, That's a topic to for know. October. Taxes. Yeah, taxes. Pay the taxes. But we also do a, a live Q and A like a week later after the class is released. That way, you can ask any questions. But you got to be a member, and then you could also join us right. for our after hours off the air social, which was so cool. JJ unfortunately missed the last one, but it was me and three yes. lovely students, and we talked about anything and everything except for voiceover. And it's amazing the things you learn about each other. It was just so cool. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. cool. So the Masterclass cool. membership, you can access it off of our main page at voiceover.guru. So check it out. And if you have any questions for us, just okay. uh, email us at info at voiceover.guru or a topic, something you'd like us to discuss. We'd love to hear since we always run out of topics. Right. Um, and I'm working on the November yes. Masterclass and what? Now. And what are you? <laughs> oh, Pro Tools, Pro Tools guy here. <laughs> what are you going to be um, teaching us? No, but we're going to be... I'm going to be teaching you to hit record and make sure it stays in record. That's be lesson number done. one. Um, but I'm I'm just uh, I'm just going to cover uh, debreathing and when it's necessary, when it's not. All the little tricks, noises, uh, just little tricks, heading and tailing, just to give you a little bit more of a yeah. That'll be a sound. good one. Really simple stuff, especially that'll with one be a track. good one. So I'm working on that. Now. Well, thanks for joining us today. This is the Voiceover Thank Gurus you. podcast. Yes, it certainly is. And uh, yes, we've all yes. recorded today. Everyone, have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening to the Voiceover Gurus podcast. Real talk about the voiceover industry. Learn more about us and get coaching at Voiceover Guru.